Welcome everyone to today's Oave Torah, Harla Banon, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Yud Bet. We will begin, however, from Daf Kuf Yud Aleph, Amud Bet, the bottom Mishnah, the second Mishnah in Perik Eluk Sharim. These are the knots. Says the Mishnah as follows. There are some knots that a person is not chayav korban the Beit Mikdash, just like he is when he makes a camel knot or a sailor knot. And some of them are the following. Kosheret isha miftach chalukah. A woman could tie the opening of her blouse. Or the strings of her hat. Or of her girdle. Or the straps of a shoe or a sandal. Or the water flasks or the water skins of water, wine, or oil. Ukderot basad, or pots of meat, which sometimes they used to have a cover that was tied onto the top of the pot. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, koshrim lefneha behema You're allowed to tie in front of the animal, the stall, in order that the animal stays where it is and doesn't leave. Ask the Gemara a contradiction of implications. You said that there were some knots that you're not chayav on, like you are on the other two, on the camel and sailor. But when you say those words, when you say you're not chayav, it sounds like you're not chayav, but it's still forbidden. But in the, right in the next line, the Mishnah says, The woman can tie her blouse. And we say, can tie, the words can tie must indicate mutar completely. Says the Gemara Rather, there's a piece missing from the Mishnah, this is what it should say. There are some knots that you're not chayav, like you are on the camel and sailor's knot. And those are Kitra de Ketcher Mizmama. It's a knot that goes through the nose ring. The Kitra de Ketcher Mizmama. And the knot that goes through the ship's ring. Chayuva Hudaleka Haisura Ikabar Tasur. The Yesh Mutin Mechatchila. And there are some that are completely mutar. Umayn Yu, Koshert Miftechet Chaluka. That a woman can do the things of a blouse. So it comes out to these three categories. Category one is the knot around the ring itself on the boat, or the camel's nose actual knot ring, or the knot that's tied to it, which sometimes gets untied, which is patur avalasur. And then there's the mutar, which is on the woman's blouse, and the other ones mentioned the Mishnah. And that's what the Mishnah should say. We're now at the two dots on Kuf Yud Bet Amud Halif. So the Mishnah says the following. The Mishnah says, the opening of the blouse is mutar. Es the Gemara, pshita. Isn't it obvious? 
Of course it's obvious. Why? How would you think that a woman can't open her blouse? Lo, tzricha. We do need it. The itle tredashi. We're talking about a, a blouse that has an inner and an outer opening. And each one has its own strap. I would have thunk. One of them, she always leaves closed, and the outer one shall open. Right? And therefore, you might have thunk that the one that's always left closed is a kesher shakayama that you would not be able to untie because it's a permanent knot. Kamash Malan, that no, even that one is mutar. Mishnah also said, and the strings of the hat. Pshita, of course, she could undo the strings of her hat. How would she get it off? She must take it on and off every day. And if it's taken on and off every day, it's, of course, not a permanent one. She should be able to take it off. La, tzricha, we need it. It is a hat that's loose. Since it's loose, it is possible to get the hat off without untying the strings. And therefore, you might leave the strings closed. Mahu the tema I would have thunk mishlaf shlafala shall take the hat off without untying the knot, and therefore the knot will stay permanently and be asur to untie. Kamashvlandi ishechasal saara umishta shadiyala. Women are worried that they don't want to lose their hair, and in tugging off, in tugging off a tight hat, they might lose some hairs. And women are worried about that, and therefore they will untie it so it's not a permanent knot and it can be removed. Says the Mishnah further, Also, the shoes, the straps of a shoe or the sandal understand the difference between a shoe and a sandal. A sandal is really a bottom of a foot with, with uh, eyelets that you could strap up on you back and forth. Okay? Itma, we learned. If a person untied the straps of his shoe or the sandal. We have three separate right taught about the same exact case of a guy untying his shoes. One saying, if you untie your shoes, you bring a korban. Other one saying, no korban but forbidden. Other one saying, mutar. We're asking the contradiction, it's really a triple contradiction, but it's on the case, one contradiction is on the sandal case, and one contradiction is on the, on the, the shoe case. The shoes are not questioned. The one that says the chayav chatat, that's referring to the shoemaker's knot. But why? Because the shoemakers, it seems, used to tie underneath the sole of the shoe, they used to tie the straps on over there. And since that's a permanent strap that, that never, ever comes off unless you rip the shoe apart, that would always be chayav chatat. If you actually open it and untie it, that would be chayav chatat. Patur avasur is talking about b'dirabaran. It seems like the rabbis, I'm assuming because they don't want to touch their shoes and have to stop learning, would always leave their shoelaces loose and be able to slip their foot like a slip-on. So therefore, those knots are more permanent, and that would be patur avalasur. But if you have the case of 
mutar lechatchila, which is totally mutar. That the people of Mechuza who are very particular about their looks, and therefore they are they are usually untie and tie their shoes daily in order to have it very tight on the foot. Yomar says sandal as sandal lokash. It's not a question of sandal as sandal either. That's talking about the Arab merchants where the shoemakers tie their things, they leave it on their feet the whole time, they never take them off. That's the regular knots that the weavers tie themselves. If you have a sandal that two different people use, is always untied every day because people have to take turns using the sandal. In the case of a poor person only has one pair of shoes, they would switch sandals and therefore the knots were not permanent at all. Can you like the story of Yehuda? Yehuda, Salah Hasidah's brother had a pair of shoes of sandals, sometimes he would use sometimes the kid would use it. They asked Abaya, are they allowed to use them and untie them on Shabbat? That was not the answer he was expecting. Abaya told him, I was coming to ask you if it's even mutar or patur abalasur. You can tell me it's chayav chatat? My tama, what's the reason? Amalas, Rabbi Huda told him, Mishum de bechol nami. Zimna nefikim be'ana, zimna nefikim be'yanuka. I don't use it the, the whole time. Sometimes I wear it, sometimes my kid uses it. And therefore, it's always temporary because you have to keep changing the side. Amalas, ihachi mutar lechatchila. He says, if so, it's totally mutar. My assumption is that if you have a child who's not the same size, it's, you can't leave it the same size, and therefore it's going to be a non-permanent knot. Now, Yermia, we have a very important story. Yermia, Havikaiz, Azil, Batshred, Yabihud, Bekarmelit. Yermia was walking behind Rabbi Abhu in a Karmelit. If Sikritsua, now Karmel is only a to carry the Rabbanan. The Ritsua broke off. His sandal strap broke. And now he's got one shoe on and one shoe with the sandal on the floor because the strap broke. Amale might not be there. What should I do with the sandal? Amale, so he told him, School gimme lach de chazi namachabehema okruch ilave. Take a reed that is moist. And this way, if it's moist, you might feed it to your animal. Being that you could feed it to your animal, the reed that I guess was not attached to the ground and has been cut off before Shabbat, that reed is not mukseh. And since it's not mukseh, you could wrap it around the sandal in place of the strap. Abaya was in front of Yosef, and his ritzu'ah broke also. Now, it's a great place for this to happen to. Usually, it never happens like this. When your strap breaks, your rabbi is nowhere near you, and you can't ask the rabbi any questions. you got to figure it out on your own. But Abayu was lucky enough that right in front of him, when the strap broke, was his rabbi, Rabbi Yosef. Amalei, so he told Rabbi Yosef, my Abid Le, what should I do with my strap broken? Amalei, Shefke. He told him, leave it here. 
So Mora wants to know how come Rabbi Yosef said to leave and Rabbi Yirmiya said he can strap the reed on it. Answer the door is a difference. In the case of Rabbi Yosef, he was in a chaser. Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi were in a chaser. In a chaser, we said that it's obvious that the thing, your sandal is not in danger. You're not going to lose it because it's in a guarded area. Chaser has people there. But the original case was in, was in a Carmelite where people are around. Where people are around and you might lose your sandal. That's why he allowed this leniency of strapping it with the strap. Why did he tell me he's not allowed to move it? It still should be okay because it is a utensil. In general, utensils are not mukseh. And even though the strap is broken, it's still a useful thing to have a sandal to use it to cover a, the top of a small bottle or something like that. Besides that, it could be used by putting it on the other foot. You could swap it. Yes, one of it's broken, but you could switch it to the other foot. It'll work on the other foot. If the shoe's on the other foot, wear it. So he tells him, if Rabbi Yochanan is answering it, a question for Rabbi Yehuda, the halacha must be like Rabbi Yehuda, and that's why it's Muqseh. Now, this is a very, very cryptic statement, being that we have no idea who Rabbi Yehuda and who Rabbi Yochanan are. We know who they are, but we don't know what they said. Mahi, so what is what they said? Itanya, we went to the writer. Sandal shenifsiku oznav. If you have a sandal that both ears ripped off, it seems like there were ears that you would hold on to to pull the tight sandal up your leg. Or or two of the strap holding rings broke off. It seems like they used to have, instead of eyelets, they used to have little rings that would hold it. Some people have that on their boots nowadays also. If that breaks off either, or or the sole is off, and only a top with no sole. Tahor, it's Tahor, it no longer is a Kelly, and it's Tahor now, and it can't get Tame in oil amet. Achat Mutav, if one ear forms off, or Achat Mutav, or one of the strap holes forms off, only most of the soles remove, not the whole thing, Tame, then it's Tame. If you die, man, it's a capil mit Tame. If the inside, it's still tamer, because it's not broken. But the outside one, it's for sure broken. Now, all that is two opinions. Rabbi Yehuda, saying that it's dependent on if it's the inner or the outer strap. And the Tanakama or Rabbanan, who are saying if it's two, it's tahor, and if it's one, it's still tamer. And Ula, it's Baba Ula, V'item, Rabbi Baba Chana, Rabbi Yochanan. These two rabbis say, the same way they argue about Tumah, meaning they're arguing. Over here, we just saw whether or not it's Tamei Atahor, the same, same regarding Shabbat, the same regarding Shabbat, whether or not you're allowed to go out with it if it's still a utensil or not. But that's not true when it comes to chalitza. When it comes to chalitza, where the rule is 
that if a brother dies without kids, the husband has to marry the widow of his brother. The brother has to marry the widow of his brother. And if he doesn't want to, or she doesn't want to, they have to do chalitza by taking off the shoe and spit on the floor. So now, taking off the shoe and spit on the floor, the taking off the shoe has to have a real shoe. So if it has a rip like this, is it called a rip? So we said that's not the same machloka for that as it is by Shabbat and Tumah. Now, we're not sure exactly what that means, if it's stricter or not. Let's see what the Gemara analyzes the statement. Again, this was all brought as a proof by Rabbi Yosef that it's mutar. Says the Gemara. Let's understand it. Who is Rabbi Yochanan going like? If you want to say he's going like Tanakama, the first rabbis, who were the one who said that if one breaks off, it's it's Tahor, but if it's Tameh, but if two, it's Tahor. If we're saying regarding Tumah, it's considered a utensil, like we said, if if one broke off, it's a utensil. Then Shabbat Nami Rana. So Shabbat is also a utensil. But not Chalitza means the manhu. That means it's not uh, uh, considered a uh, shtat for chalitza. So we're telling you that we're strict regarding I'm sorry, we're saying it's tame for tumah. It's it's a mana on Shabbat and you're allowed to touch it. And it's not good for chalitza, it's not a mana. Can't be. But they said that if you take a, let's say she took off his right sand, left sandal from the right foot, he's wearing his left sandal on the other foot, wearing the sandal on the wrong foot, and he, she takes it off. It's still considered a chalitza, even if he took the wrong one off. So who cares if one's missing? It's still okay. So you talk about that's what that's what Yochanan was, was talking about. If regarding to it's not considered a utensil. regarding should also not be a utensil. was saying it is a utensil for that, because Yochan was saying the two are not utensils. So that means that when when when. We said for the flip, but not for Chalitza. When Rabbi Yochum said not for Chalitza, he's saying that Chalitza is called a mana. It can't be because it's different than than the case of putting the left on the right. Why? Because over there it's kosher. Why? Because this is a sandal. It's on the wrong foot. But if it would be on the right foot, it would be considered a sandal. But here, when you have a ripped one, it's not even even as good as that. Even for its own thing, it's not a utensil.
So the Amr Bihuren is the Kachit, so not the Hod. Hamalach and the Milta Lav Manu, for itself is no good, right? Amalav Manu, the Amr Bihuren is the Kachit, so not the Hod. Amalav Manu, so it's not a mana, it's not considered a utensil. So how could it work? Answers the Gemara. Le'olam, really, I'll tell you, I'll leave it to be done. It's going to be done. Ema, v'chen. And we could say, v'chen l'chalitza. Change it from avalol l'ingan l'chalitza to v'chen l'chalitza. And then it all fits like a v'yudah. And we're telling you that it is called utensil. V'akamashman, this is the chidush. V'chir amir l'chalitza, shesmol b'shal yimir l'chalitza, chalitza. When did we say that if you take the left one and the right one, it's called, it's good, it's a good chalitza. That's hecha. That's only if it's considered a utensil for itself. But here, when a piece broke off, it's not even a utensil for itself. It's not like we switch foot. And it was good on one foot, but it's not good on this foot. It's not good on any foot. And therefore, Chalitza is no good on that item. Ask the Gemara, would Ryokan really say this thing? Right? It says that it's a sandal that one piece broke off and you fixed it. It's Tamei Midrash. It still could get Tamei if you step on it. And My love, Loshna Plimi, Loshna Chitsuna. We assume this means, doesn't make difference which one goes off. So you see that if it has damaged, it's still a utensil because you can put it on the other foot. So therefore, how could Rabbi Yochan say it's not called a utensil? We see it is. We only meant the inside one, but the outside one is fine. Our Chitsuna might. The whole one to the outside one is fine. If the second one broke off and you fixed it, let's see, the first one broke off, and the second one broke off and you fixed it, so they had one off, then two off, and then you fixed both of them. It's Tahor from Midras, because you made it completely no good. So the Gemara answers, Lo tafka. No, only the inside one broke off. That's the case he's talking about. And then it fits like a Vida exactly. The Gemara says, tahor. But you want to say if the inside one, the outside one breaks, then you want to say it's Tahor, it's not a Kali anymore? Why would the Mishnah tell us that if the second one broke off and you fixed it, then it becomes Tahor? Why don't we split in a, in a more central case? That's only the inside one's no good. We could say that if the outside one broke, it's tahor. We could have said that. If that would have been a, a fair split, we would have split like that. Why do we have to split to talk about what we split about? Says the Gemara, Amar Vitzch by Yosef, we rather say that our Mishnah 
is talking about an odd case where there was four straps and two of them broke. And that's why it's still okay because there's still two straps left. And rather not say that Rabbi Yochanan is contradicting himself. And that's what we're going to end off over here. Shell Rabbi Yochanan, it's about 15 lines down on Daf Kuf Yud Bet Amur Bet. Shabbat Shalom to everyone out there.